It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Friday. Oh, wait, it's not a Friday? It is for me. Welcome into Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Wednesday, to be clear. July 6th, my last show of the week. Heading down to Rosewood Golf Club in Lebanon, Kentucky. Home of the Cornbread Mafia. Home of, uh, I guess, more weed than you would ever want to deal with. But I'm not doing that. Not doing any of that. I'm golfing and swimming and gambling and having some adult beverages. Tony Burke joins me in studio on this Wednesday for the John and Tony Dog and Pony Show. Tony? Have John? you have you bought your alcohol yet? I uh, stopped drinking, John. Yeah, well, you're starting back up. I'm sure tomorrow uh, it night. Was, it was last night about ten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But uh, nope. Going to make all the hit the hit the stores today. Get my golf stuff together. There you go. Get a lot of water together. Uh, anybody that's been playing golf lately knows oh, that uh, water gosh. is an essential out on the golf course. That's a public service announcement for you people <laughs> out there playing golf today. Because it is hot, and uh, but I tell you what, thirty third year I believe it 33rd is thirty third Rosewood. We call it the Rosewood Open. It's now the Rosewood Ryder Cup every other year, and that's what we're doing this year. Yeah, it's uh, mix it up uh, ninety holes of golf, which I know you're excited about. Twenty guys. By the way, Jim, uh, just to let you know you're going to be getting some calls today. I think we're going to be taking. I'll be watching yeah, for him. We're going to be taking some calls. <laughs> From uh, uh, eight, 20 idiots that are going down to uh, Lebanon, Kentucky this weekend. Uh, it is a show where I talk about sports. I talk about professional sports, college sports, whatever's in the news that time of year. But today, this is all about us. If you don't like it, you know what? I apologize for nothing. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line is open as well. 502 502- 414-1450. Don't forget, it's Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's each week. One lucky Refreshing Rewards member will win $10,000. That goes all summer long with a grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter. You can also earn additional entries by purchasing select top brands like Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, many, many more using your Refreshing Rewards card. That is Thornton's Summer Cash Bash. Not a refreshing rewards member. Text rewards to eight zero three one three today. That's rewards to eight zero three one three. And by the way, don't forget your shady rays this weekend, Tony. Shady rays. Um, let me tell you about them. Independent American-owned company started in Kentucky, changing the way you wear sunglasses in the outdoors. I don't know why you'd wear them in the indoors, but I love this uh, this live read stuff. Shady rays. Uh, Offers the industry best combination of fit, style, performance without the big brand price tag. It doesn't stop at the quality. They have the insane warranty. It is called lost and broken replacements. You lose them. Slugger from Audubon Park drives over your sunglasses in his golf cart this weekend. They will replace them for you for free. Also, Shady Rays provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order. They've donated over 20 million meals to date. Look good in your shades. Feel good about making an impact. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is offering 25% off. You can try them out, see what they're all about. Use the code BIGX at checkout, 25% off all adult shades. That is ShadyRays.com. You'll have yours on this weekend, I assume. 
I got three pair. I'm only bringing one. I've got two. I'm only bring, just bring one because they will only replace one that's lost or broken. And I assume I'm going to lose or break my Shady Rays this weekend. At least one pair. Um, all right, let's talk a little sports before we get to the Rosewood Open Ryder Cup uh, preview. The, the conference realignment is in full force now. When I left you yesterday, I told you that the Big Ten is going to go after Notre Dame. We know that. So is the SEC. So is everybody. Everybody wants Notre Dame. They are the next domino in this process. But I also thought it made sense for the Big Ten, if you're going to add USC and UCLA, by the way, were you shocked by that news? Because to me, that came out of nowhere last Thursday. It did, John. And I, it's just interesting that you'd go take two West Coast teams just for travel and time zones and all that good stuff. Hey, Southern but, Cal, yeah. you're playing in Madison, Wisconsin this, this November. Enjoy. You think those kids from, uh, uh, from Southern California <laughs> are going – Oh, I've never been there. What is this? Why, is this cocaine? No, it's snow. November. November up north. Oh. That's, I mean, what an advantage for the Big Ten when USC or UCLA come UCLA in. UCLA at Purdue on a, in a late November game. Early November game. Late October game. We've been up there in late October. It's, it can be freezing already. I think it will help them recruit nationally, even though they do anyway. But... Man, if I'm if I want to go to the West Coast and play, I don't want to be playing my games up in the northern part of the Midwest. Uh, hey, mid, you know, you get a half of them at home. You still yeah. get a half of them at home. Well, it's great for the big, big Ten kids. They they're going to love going out to Southern California that time of year. Absolutely, but if you're USC and UCLA, you're not going to Stanford or Cal or uh, you know Arizona, Oregon, Arizona, Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, what are you playing this weekend? Uh, uh, Some place we never heard of called Rutgers. We yeah. don't know what that is. Some place called Madison. Madison, Wisconsin. Is that a country? No, that's a state. Um, obviously, these student-athletes don't take geography. But in any event, UCLA, USC, join the Big Ten. That's going to happen 2024. And my theory was, okay, if you're the Big Ten, go ahead and add Notre Dame if you can, of course. But you're going to add Oregon and Washington, too. Oregon, because of Nike. Everybody wants to be aligned with Oregon. And if you're Oregon... I think the play is, okay, which of these conferences is going to be a Nike conference because we're bringing some swag with us here. Phil Knight, it might be 106 years old. He's cryo-frozen or something, but you know we're going to take care of some schools. Oregon, Washington, in my opinion, would be the way to go here. That way you're going to have four West Coast teams in the Big Ten. But yesterday, after we got off the air, the news came out that the Big 12 – and the Pac-12 are trying to sort of align themselves together, add to the Big 12, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, Utah, Arizona State, and Arizona. Now, Colorado and Utah make sense. They're not exactly West Coast teams, even though they're in the Pac-12. They're just as close, I would think, to most of the Big 12 teams anyway. So Colorado, Utah, even Arizona, Arizona State. Okay, I'm good with that. Oregon and Washington, is this a coup for the Big 12 if they can get these six schools in? Because there's, let's be honest, the Big 12 now is trying to keep Baylor. They're trying to keep Texas Tech. They're trying to keep uh, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State. They're going to add Cincinnati and Houston, at least at the pres- as we speak today, these, these, some of these schools are going to be added. Big 12 trying to 
get a piece of the pie here. Well, the Big 12 is trying to get <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Yep, you're right. Trying to get 12 teams. And the Big 10 is the Big 20 now or whatever they are. Uh, it might be the Big 25 before it's over with. But it looks to me that the, what we thought might happen where the, major, the Big 3 conferences start trying to suck everybody in to get away from the NCAA or take everybody yes. and do that. The ACC really hasn't started – to work on it, but the Big Ten and the SEC are both already doing it. But Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC. You're bringing in USC and UCLA, and just what you said, the more teams that come, and it's going to be – if you're not in one of the big conferences, you're going to be like – it's going to be like the Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, Division Four. Now, that's not what it's going to be called, but it's going to end well up be. being that way, yeah. Doesn't Notre Dame have to go somewhere here? I think they do. And I think they have their choice. They do, and that being an independent anymore, and it's lost its luster. They made all the money, but everybody else is making more money now. So Notre Dame's just not take. They got their piece of the pie for years, and they're going to make a decision. And I think you're going to see the SEC, the Big Ten, and if the ACC can do anything to stay in there with them, they're just going to they're going to suck the especially college football dry. The ACC, look, Florida State and Clemson aren't going to just sit by. And say we're going to stay in this ACC with Duke and Carolina and Wake Forest and NC State, Syracuse, Boston College, Pitt, Miami, and Miami too, for that matter. These these schools are going to be knocking on the door of the yes. SEC. I think I, I agree with you a hundred percent. If they, unless and the Louisville, a- by the way. And the ACC doesn't look like they're going right now. After a lot of people, if they are, they're not getting them. And, but we didn't know that the Big Ten was going after the West right. Coast team. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. I think that's fascinating. If you're Notre Dame, where do you want to end up? Geographically, Big Ten. Financially, do you want to go to the SEC? Gosh, that's a great question. I, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. They still want to be a big fish. And They're if they, going to be if, a big fish. Yeah, but not as big a fish. Whichever of these two conferences they land in. Right. They won't be But the, how are they going to compete? They won't be the Notre Dame we have our own television network. But if they land in the Big 10, they'll be fine. You're going to get Notre Dame Ohio State every year. You're going to get back go back to having Notre Dame in Michigan every year. Notre Dame Penn State, Notre Dame USC who's now going to be in the Big 10, maybe Notre Dame UCLA. They're going to be fine, I think. But where are they going to end up when wins and losses? Uh, you know, they pretty much picked their schedule. They had to play the do. ACC schools. They do. Now you're going to, if they put you in the same side with Michigan and Ohio State, I mean, you're you're looking at tough sledding to get those yeah, but 10 and 2 and boat. 9 and 3. Ohio I know. State's in that boat now. With, with USC in the conference, all of a sudden it's Ohio State. You know, 10 and, 10 and 2 is maybe not good enough, but it's going to be a really tough 10 and 2. Yeah, you're right. But they have lots of money in NIL, so they can do a lot. Uh, nobody's going to beat NIL money at, uh, that USC throws around. That's all I'm going to say. We've already seen USC ahead of the curve with NIL. They took the quarterback from Oklahoma. Um, their the, the coach is all in. The athletic department's all in. USC is going to be Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. They're going to be one of those teams that's going to be in the playoff every year. Yeah, I, I, they should be. There's no reason they shouldn't be. But who who's left see, out here? See. Because I haven't heard anybody say anything about these schools. Stanford, Cal Berkeley, Oregon State, Washington State. I haven't heard the, those school names come up in any of this yet. What about the in Arizona? The Pac-12. Arizona, Arizona State. 
uh, are two of the schools in contact for that Big 12, Pac-12 alliance okay. with Oregon, Washington, Colorado, and Utah. So whether they go there or not, look, the only the only good thing there is Arizona basketball, in my opinion. So, um, And this is this whole thing, Tony, it's not any about anything but football. It's about nothing but football. And here's a point I brought up yesterday. I don't know if you were listening. I was I was watching Top Gun Maverick. Haven't seen it. It's great. Sorry, sorry to throw you off there. No, no, this, I, I have no idea what I said yesterday. <laughs> no, this is what I said yesterday. This is not going to be politically correct to do, but the SEC's got to say Vanderbilt, thanks for playing, but we got to make room for some of these other schools. The Big Ten's going to say, hey, Northwestern, we love you. Why don't you and Vanderbilt go hang out with Cal and Stanford and take some uh, SATs and uh, and play some hockey, uh, you know, play some field hockey, play some uh, Quidditch, play a little Quidditch. Yeah, I mean that's what they're going to say. That that's that now that's wrong to do that. But if you're trying to make room for a super conference, okay, does Vanderbilt belong in a super conference? Vanderbilt football does Northwestern football, although they had a couple good years here and there, do they belong in? Uh, big time, super conference that uh, we're, we're all playing for the playoffs here. Yeah, it's kind of while you were saying that, I'm thinking of Rutgers only because of the market. The market, yeah. You know, schools got, like that. And I said this yesterday: New York's got the Jets and the Giants and the Mets and the Yankees and the Rangers and the Islanders. They couldn't care less about college sports. They really don't. But Rutgers in New Jersey is the one place where if you Put a Rutgers UCLA football game on the New York market. Might you might get some numbers there? And all and Syracuse and, as and well. New York City is a collective group of people who are from different parts of the country too. Where you know there's going to be a lot of different people that are interested in those other schools coming in. But you know, John, it's just one of those deals where rich are trying to get richer, and, and, and if, you're not, if you're not the richer. You're swimming and holding on to something, hoping somebody's going to come save you. And the NCAA is going to be hanging on to non-revenue sports and the final, the uh, uh, March Madness. That's what they're going to be hanging on to because football is going to go in a whole separate direction. Yep. Texter says, "I can't wait for the U of L Washington State and U of L Oregon State football road trips." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, Texter says, "Does Notre Dame really want to play Ohio State, Michigan, and Wisconsin every year?" Ask Nebraska. Ooh, that's a good one. Like that's it. that's that's true. But Notre Dame already plays usually Michigan. They always play USC. Um, they'll play Florida State every few years. They'll play. They played Clemson when Clemson was good. I mean Notre Dame. I, yes, they're going to play Navy and Army and Boston College, but they're still going to play some good competition. The Big Ten. You're just going to play more, more of those games, right? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Rosewood Open Ryder Cup preview. We'll talk a little baseball as well. Did you see Chet Holmgren last night? Maybe he's going to be better than I thought. We'll take a break. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke with me. John and Tony Dog and Pony Show on this Wednesday. Uh, don't forget, it is Summer Cash Bash at Thornton's. One lucky refreshing rewards member will win $10,000 each week. That goes all summer long with the grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. 
Yeah, I don't want to win the 10 grand. I want the Chevy Tahoe. Tony, you want the 10 grand or the Chevy Tahoe? Your call. Well, I'll take whatever you don't. You're going to take the. Hmm. I don't think I'm eligible. You're a guest here, so you're probably eligible. I'm not eligible. Simply open your Refreshing Rewards app or click on the Summer Cash Bash icon to enter. You can learn additional entries by getting some Bud Light 12-packs, some large Doritos, hot dogs, Mountain Dew 20-ounce bottles, many, many more products using your Refreshing Rewards card. That is Thornton's Summer Cash Bash going on now. Not a Refreshing Rewards member? Text REWARDS to 80313. Um, all right, Chet Holmgren last night made his debut in the NBA Summer League. Do you remember uh, last year, Tony, we were at the NBA Summer League at the Thomas and Mack Center on the campus of uh, UNLV. That was fun. I've got a picture of you sitting with uh, Tark outside. It's a statue. Well, it's kind of like Tark. Felt like uh, we saw Bob Huggins there. Sure did. He was out there watching some of his old players. It was really cool. Jordan Wara, Manuel Quickly. We saw a lot of great, we saw a lot of great basketball. Yeah, we, the Knicks had a lot of their guys there. And what we did is we went into the big arena, Thomas and Mack, watched the game. And then we went next door, which is an extension of the Thomas and Mack. There's a smaller gym. Like a practice sat gym. Right, yeah, sat with, right down uh, on the floor. How many seats do you think that thing held? About 500? I would say more than that. I yeah. was going to say a couple thousand. A couple thousand? I'm not, I'm not good at that. But it was fun. But it was. We were right down there with the NBA-type players, and it was uh, something that was pretty cool to do out there, and you could reach out and touch them. Chad Holmgren, chosen by the Oklahoma City Thunder with the second overall pick this year. And I've been on record as saying this is a project. This is a bust waiting to happen. Well, in his debut last night, 23 points, seven rebounds, four assists, six block shots. Uh, He hit four out of six three-pointers. That is a debut record in the summer league. He had six block shots. That is a summer league record. Uh, Look, the games are shorter. So when you see 23, 7, 4, and 6, if you expand that out a little bit and they play more basketball, that, that's a big night. Is Chet Holmgren going to be a average NBA player or a terrific NBA player? Somewhere in your in be- opinion. Somewhere in between that, on, on the cusp of an, an all-star. It just matters how much weight he can put on. Yeah. I mean, he is very thin, very frail, but skilled – for seven feet tall, unbelievably, and 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 believe me, the summer league matters because these it guys does. are fighting for jobs. And now a guy like Holmgren is going to have a job, yeah. But the guys he's playing against are—they're not taking it easy on you. There's no way these guys are trying to get a name for themselves and, and and play to find that roster spot on one of these teams or another team. Uh, other NBA news: The Lakers signed to Indiana. Alum Thomas Bryant, one-year veteran minimum contract. Uh, Bryant's had uh, ACL surgery. He's missed most of the last two seasons. Played some with Washington, the Wizards, uh, this past year. His career, 10.2 points, 5.7 rebounds. Um, I don't know how good the Lakers are going to be unless Anthony Davis is healthy and they can somehow make Russell Westbrook understand that he doesn't need to shoot the basketball and he does need to play some defense, but – Thomas Bryant to the Lakers, Tony, remember they drafted him, kind of gave up on him, and now they're giving him a one-year veteran minimum contract, which doesn't sound like they have a lot of confidence in his ability to help a lot. No, and as long as you got LeBron and you have AD and you have Westbrook, you're a role player and you have to do your job. They need shooters out there. Thomas Bryant will help them, but they still need shooters out in L.A., and I hope they don't get any. <laughs> Big uh, fan. Big by the fan. way, no movie Thursday tomorrow because I won't be here. But next week we'll do movie Thursday again. 
start thinking about this if you want to join in on the uh, on the fun. Um, best role by an athlete or a coach? Should we should we expand it to broadcaster as well? Do whatever you yeah. like. Athlete, sure coach, show. sports broadcaster in a movie. And I mentioned the only example I wanted to give out was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as his role as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar slash Roger Murdoch in the great early 80s comedy Airplane. It's great lines by Roger Murdoch. Tell your old man to drag Lanier and Walton up the court for 48 minutes. That's to the little kid. Yeah, that's good stuff. But that's going to be next Thursday, not tomorrow, but next Thursday. That'll be July 14th. We'll be doing favorite athlete or coach or sports broadcaster role in a movie. They can play themselves. They can play a character. Doesn't matter. Now, does The Rock count? Do we count The Rock? Because he's an actor more than he was ever an athlete. I know he was a great wrestler, and I know he played football at the U, but... He's an actor now, right? He's a former athlete. I guess well, all, the, you, all these it, guys it, are former It's your rule, John. No, the rock's out if you want. I'm very liberal on the rules here. I, it's Look, if I've had people vote for Air Bud for, you know, and I let it go. I didn't understand it, but I let it go. So, it's you know, I'm, I'm easy. I'm easy to get along with. But anyway, that's going to be next week. For this week, uh, no show tomorrow. By the way, Bats and St. Paul resume their series tonight at uh, Slugger Field. 7.05 here on the Big X pregame, 6.35 with Nick and Jim. Uh, Bats lost the opener on Monday night, 4th of July, 4-1. to one. They will play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to finish out this six-game series. All right, no show tomorrow because Tony and I are heading to uh, Rosewood Golf Club in Lebanon, Kentucky for the Rosewood Ryder Cup Open with 18 of our uh, favorite people. And uh, my team, I'm a captain. Tony, you've been a captain. Were you a winning captain? Winning captain. Uh, two years Thank ago, you. you and Steve from Cincinnati. Yep. Uh, he was your vice captain, I guess, or he one way or the Co-captain. other. Co-captain. Um, my vice captain's Joey Oneir, so he hasn't really helped out at all so far. Well, he that's, did, he that's how he works. He didn't show up for the uh, for the pairings meeting at uh, at Randall L's house, so that, I don't know if that's good or not. I don't even know who Slugger from Audubon Park's vice captain is. You have any idea? No, I really. I mean, I really don't. I'm trying to figure it out here. It doesn't. I, I don't know who it could be. Oh, it's uh, it's Buck from uh, um, Iroquois, Iroquois Park. Is Iroquois Park? All right. First, first, I'm first group out. Now I'm a 22 handicap, which is completely unfair. I talked to the commissioner yesterday, and I said, if you're going to make this fair, I should be a 30. He. He debunked that theory, uh, but I'll be the first one of the first ones out with our good good buddy RT. Now the reason I'm paired with RT, and I hope all these guys are listening right now, is because nobody wants to play with RT. <laughs> RT complains about everything. We don't. Uh, he doesn't like the shot you're using. He doesn't like the the, the ball we're using. If you if you're playing uh, alternate shot, he wants to hit the different. I said, okay, I'll take that bullet. I'll play with RT. And he's a, he's a high handicap like me, but we're going up against Buck from Iroquois Park, who is a really good golfer, and uh, Herbie. That's not good for me, right? We are underdogs in this match. Come on, you gotta you gotta add to the show here. A lot of we, strokes, John. We a lot can of talk strokes. About you, you can work on strokes. Uh, you know, Herb, <sighs> Herb's had some. Uh, now this first day tomorrow, 
or a Friday right. morning is actually best ball. So you're playing your own ball with handicap. So it, it sort of evens out. No, it does. And for anybody that's ever done that, played a Ryder Cup format, that the first day you're playing your own ball, the second day you play alternating shot, the third day you're playing match play. Now, we also add 18 holes later in the day, scramble. Friday and night and Saturday night. Little impaired golfers out there, some gambling a lot <laughs> a of money. A little so impaired? little impaired playing for lots of money, which uh, sometimes is a good thing. We've got one guy that's got a Louisville football helmet because a slugger from Autumn Park threw him out of the cart threw, one day. Threw Herb out of there. Looked like he had a bullet hole in the back of his head that <laughs> night. Couldn't walk. I mean, anybody that goes and on it wasn't these, just the head injury. Anybody goes on these golf trips know exactly. I mean, oh, they're sitting there going, gosh. I don't know these guys, but they're they're sitting here thinking all the stories that they've had, especially for 30-something years. And uh, yeah. going out there the first day. And, and one thing you got to remember about Herb now, when you're putting a Herb together the second day, you know, Friday night Herb has a little trouble getting going on Saturday yeah. because it's, it's a tough night. And Herb and I both had to remember our sunscreen. Yeah, there's got to be a lot of sunscreen, a lot of water, a lot of Pyrate, a lot of Gatorade. Uh, stop by Thornton's and get your Pyrates and Gatorades and water <laughs> on the way there. Uh, RT and myself are plus 130 against uh, Buck and Herb. And I, I, look, I'm the, I'm the captain. I put these, help put these teams together. That was sacrificial lamb right there. I'm, I'm jumping on the grenade for the rest of my team because I think my other four matchups, and you're one of those guys on my team, I think the other four matchups – we're not favored in all of them, but I think we should be. Yeah, well, well, Campy. That's what a good Campy, captain does. Campy, who's our bookmaker, he, he lays the odds yep. on everything. Uh, and and the, I'm not making these numbers up. I'm no, looking the, at them on my phone. We have a sheet that has um, – it's, it's, like it's like a scratch sheet at the track. <laughs> it's got the odds. It's got uh, telling you who to bet on, who not to bet on. And uh, you, can, you can make wagers and, on these and, at ours. And yes. Um, uh, Oh, up to twenty dollars. We don't. We don't want anybody to lose lose their shirt. That's well, forty dollars if you're betting the team. Four of the guys won't be wearing shirts during the scrambles anyway. But we, you know, the guys that wear the shirts, we don't want them to lose them. Um, and I love what Campy said about the matchup. First meeting of the day feels like a forfeit by Captain Spears. He's right. RT just texted. I take exception to that remark. Well, you know, I'm just. Well, the reason, you would say you resemble the that reason remark. I'm on his team is because at the meeting that he didn't show up at, I said, who wants to play with RT? And you could have heard a pin drop. So there I am. I'm playing with RT. RT, that part's not true. I'm just making that up. All right, match two, Tony Burke, you are in with Joey One Ear as your partner, my co- my vice captain, going against Joe B from Southern Indiana and Tano. Joe and Tony against Joe and Tony. Um, you, by the way, are plus 110, a slight underdog. It looks like an even match, basically, because they're minus 110. Um, I think it's a great match. You uh, are the probably the highest handicap on the board here, but uh, I, I believe in your game. I'm trying to talk you up here. I'm your captain, and I want to win this thing. Well, what, the, do you, what, do you, what are you and Joey planning to do against Joe B. and Tano? Well, the one thing that uh, Camp, who was laying the odds, uh, put on there was he liked us, but our handicaps were too low. Uh, it won't matter. It's, when we're playing our own shot, it'll work out. Me and Joey won here. I only lost once last year. I don't think Joey won here lost at all. If he did, he might I have I was lost his one. partner the first day, and we, we ra- ravaged uh, Rilo and, and DW. So, yeah, I know he won the first day. Um, yeah, Joey won here. He, and, look, here's the thing. There's a reason I call him Joey One Ear. 
Tony, you're not going to get on his nerves because he can't hear anything you say. What matters what side I sit on him. If I sit on the right <laughs> side or left side, I got to I got to figure it out before I sit down. Tano is back on the trip for the first time in years. It's good to have him back. I know he's been waiting for somebody to drop out. Actually, his brother Miguel. Uh, had to drop out this year for a family obligation, uh, taking a family vacation. Now, look, Tony, these guys all know you don't schedule your family vacations during Rosewood week. And if you do, then you're out for an extended period of time. So, Miguel, with a huge mistake here, former rider, former uh, Rosewood Open champion. Yes. Uh, what was he thinking? I don't know, John. Being a three-time champion myself, uh, oh, I was waiting for that. Well, I had I had before twelve thirty. Oh, I didn't get that. I didn't get it in. I thought he'd bring that up earlier. Well, you no. won two of the last four. Actually, two of the last three because we've had Ryder Cup in there. But the one thing is, anybody that does this, what what we do, like we said, there's twenty people that go, and if you get out, your somebody takes your spot, you're out. You're and, out. And, and uh, Miguel is now out. I've never Former missed Louisville one. Former Louisville wide 30, receiver. 33, 33 years. I haven't missed one. The wife understands what the weekend is of the year. And look, Miguel, Shannon understands too. So this is on you. Yep. But Tano, Tano, uh, happy to be back. He is happy to be back. Joe B, by the way, a few years ago shot a 71 the first day. With a planted to about a 12 or 13 yeah. handicap. Yeah, like a 59 on his card uh, with, with the strokes. Uh, he is a first day. He's a. If it was a horse race, you'd say he wants to get out to the lead, and he, he usually gets out to the lead. That is a tough match, but I, you know, again, I like the, um, I like you and Joey, uh, Joey One Ear meshing together because you're both going to hit long tee shots. Only one of you has got to put it in the fairway here to have a shot to get a par, maybe even a birdie on on every hole out down at Rosewood. It's a fair course for guys like us. Well, Joey One Ear has been playing a lot of South Park. That's where he lives now, yep. and that that. You know, that's like that's like going from Churchill, moving over to Turfway, where we're at now. It's a good golf course, but it's it's a step down. So a lot of guys have been playing, you know, running for stakes, and yes. now they're moving down into you know just allow- allowance. Yeah. I wouldn't call us claiming. Yeah. We're not claimers. Come Some on. of us are. You may not be. Some <laughs> of us are claimers. Uh, all right. So that's match two. Match three. We got Jr. and D.W. against Slugger from Audubon Park and Atlanta Damien. Uh, here, here's the wild card in this match. Nobody sees Atlanta Damien all year long until Rosewood week. You don't know. And look, he's, his handicaps as high as mine, but you don't know if he's been playing golf. You don't know if he's not been playing golf, if he's been playing well. Uh, it's one of those things where it's a blind, blind shot here. Ro, uh, JR and DW are one minus one thirty favorites. That's uh, our team right there. Well, Damien, is laughing right now. I can hear him. I can hear already hear him laughing. Uh, <laughs> he must have said something he thought was funny. Cause he he, he, always he laughs normally does jokes. not win his matches, but what but what a what a scramble player. Well, he's going to have the best technology to hold up to his eyes and look and see how far the flag is. As long as he's not on the phone the whole he's, time. He's going to be on the phone uh, because he can't get off work uh, because he's sixty years old and he's. Made some bad life choices, so he's going to have to work. Um, and maybe he's on his phone. He will he will kneel down every time to put his tee in the ground. I think he's praying before every tee shot. Well, Slugger will carry him. Slugger will Slugger's carry him. Slugger's been playing I got great, you, Slug. by the way. Yep. He is a C player this year. He went up from Never a D to a C. That's a lot of pressure on a guy that was a D that is also now the captain of the team. 
Ooh. I'm telling you, give me JR and DW here. Okay, I'm with you then. I think good logic there, John. DW, by the way, he will hit it straight, and he will hit it down the middle. He'll he'll hit nice approach shots. He may four putt about every third green. Uh, if I can get DW to putt a little bit, I think they got a good shot here. All right, we'll take a break. Two more matches to get to on opening day. By the way, Sunday is one-on-one. Oh, that can get ugly. We'll take a break. Talk more about this on the other side. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio on this Wednesday. John and Tony Dog and Pony Show talking about the Rosewood Open Ryder Cup format. I know you guys don't know anything about that, but we don't care. This is my last show of the week. This is the one show of the year where it's all about me because I'm the co-captain of one of these teams. Match number four, Rookie and Rilo against Randall and Big Al the Fish. Tony, this is the uh, sort of the highlight um, of the first round, I think. And according to Campy, and I don't understand this, you explain it to me. Why are Randall and Big Al the Fish big favorites here? Because he knows Big Al the Fish is always going to shoot way below his handicap the first day. And he's and, also going to chirp and try to get under the skin of one of the other two combatants. And I think I'm wagering on the other team, actually, to tell you the truth. It's our team with Rookie and Rallo. Rookie, uh, look, I hope he's been playing. When he's good, he's really, really good. Four handicap in this thing, he's probably a little less than that, to be fair about it, but... He's a four handicap. Rallo, Hurstburn Country Club member. Hello. He's got to improve his game. Well, I li- And I like the matchup there in a best ball format because you're taking pressure off the other guy just hitting a good shot, and then he can wail at it. Yeah. It's, you know, once again, uh, he's Rallo's running on the, on a higher, higher class track than we're going to be. His, his, <laughs> he's running stakes, man. We're moving down to stake. We don't even have stake down there. Tonight. I would call this a stakes race if Big Al the Fish wasn't involved, but he is. So, uh, again, we got the pro, Randall L. He's a four handicap. Big Al the Fish's handicap is year by year now. He's now a B. He's he's getting dangerously close to being a C player. Or is he a he's C? He's a player? C. He's oh, um, a C. I, I meant to say he's getting dangerously close to being a D player. And with his mind, he'll tell you that. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. This guy's not going this weekend, but Buzz Frank, how you doing, Buzz? Hey, I'm doing fine. I just uh, did you guys say you're playing at Bushwood? I, I <laughs> no, Judge Smales, we're playing at Rosewood. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, okay. My, my mistake. No, I just I uh, just wanted to call in, and I told uh, the fellow who answered the phone that I'd make it short, which we all know is next to impossible. You and Ed but, don't uh, know what making it short means. <laughs> but I, I just wanted to tell you guys to have a good time, and I will tell you that I have been watching, along with Major League Baseball, I've been watching some Canadian Football League games, and that's really entertaining. These are crickets you're hearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite team? The Edmonton Buzz? Eskimos and the Toronto Argonauts. Riders. Well, well, you know, it, it's funny you mentioned the Edmonton Eskimos because they are now called the Edmonton Elks. Because that was politically um, but, incorrect, I guess, like the Cleveland Guardians. Ed, yeah, exactly, exactly right. And I had never, <laughs> but I actually read that. But, but yeah, you're dead on, John. It's 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 oh, uh, politically incorrect. So they are the Elks. But well, I didn't I know that. Like the Calgary Stampeders. <laughs> 
The Stampeders. Uh, something about those, yeah, the red jerseys that kind of uh, goes for me. You got me, Buzz. But, uh, you got me on this one yeah. today. I have nothing to say about yeah. the Canadian football league except Warren Moon's the best thing to ever come out of the CFL. There you go. Oh, I, I, I would, I would agree with that. The uh, it is. I will say it's a better quality than the USFL by far. Well, yeah. I mean, sure. Saint <laughs> X Trinity yeah. is better quality than the uh, USFL. Well, yeah, I, that'd be hard to argue with, but yeah, it, it is. It, but it is entertaining with the twelve men on the field and the longer field, and you could actually have a game in one to nothing in the CFL. I can't do it. I just can't watch it. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate the call. We will uh, no, have a have we, a good trip. We well, sure will. Guys. Thank you, Buzz. All right, back to rookie Rilo, Tony. Um, I think I don't understand why they're plus one thirty. And again, Randall's the the guy that um, puts all these handicaps together. He's uh, handicapped Big Al the Fish down a little, give him a little higher handicap there, and that helps his team all of a sudden. Oh, well, I that. know how Big Al the Fish Imagine bets. that. He's going to bet on the other team. <laughs> and then he can talk either way, right? Exactly. The fifth match, well, it was uh, our, our guy Wantanamo Bay and uh, Duck, Duck Delph, but Duck had to back out. He's got a personal commitment Friday. He will be back for the rest of the weekend. First and, stretch. And our buddy uh, Timberwood Ralph shows up. Ralph and Wantanamo Bay. Now, they're brothers-in-law. I don't know if that's good or bad against Cincinnati Steve and Campy the Handicapper. Who you got here? By the way, uh, it looks like it's a pretty even match. Ralph, um, from Timberwood Ralph and Wantanamo Bay are plus 110. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ralph and, and Juan have a big advantage here. And these are but, 4A players, by the way. But, not Camp. Oh, that's right. I forgot. He's a C. He's a C? Yeah. Who are the Bs on this team? My goodness. Right, can you want me to read them to you no, real quick? that's all right. I know who they are. Well, I think this one looks like uh, Juan and Ralph have a huge advantage. But Cincinnati Steve, I played with him the other day. And if he's, if he's hitting it well. Is he is – he, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Is he lying? Because he says he hasn't played. No, oh, I'm no, fishing all the no, time. He, That's he, what he says. I'm no, fishing all the time. No, he's been playing. He's played more. He, he he was fishing a lot. Guy retires at the beginning of the year, and he's never home because he's either on a fishing trip or he's somewhere playing golf. But, but it's fishing more the than meeting golf. last week, he told us, oh, he hadn't played at all. He's not playing at all. Oh, and I said, you're, you're lying to us. He's been playing. Don't. He's a five handicap. He's been playing. Don't let that foot. Now, Camp, who is a uh, Camp is the key to this whole match. Because yeah, I don't if he think plays Camp's... regular Campy golf, Wantanamo and uh, Timberwood Ralph are going to roll. It's going to be seven and six. When you're a financial advisor this year, you're not playing as you're much not, golf as you out. normally do. When the, when the market's up, you're on a golf course all the time. When the market's down, you actually got to work for a living. Yeah, he's putting out fires. Yeah. He's putting out fires. He's in the office. And you know what? When, uh, when your portfolio takes a beating, and you call your financial guy, he better be in the office. <laughs> better not be on a golf course, huh? He better not be on the golf course. So he hasn't played a lot of golf. Uh, again, we do want to thank Timberwood Ralph for coming out and playing. He's filling in for Duck on day one. Um, back issues for Timberwood Ralph. He's going to get down there early, get some pool time in, try to loosen that back up uh, because I think he's the first ones. Maybe this. No, he, they're the last ones out. Couple, couple cigarettes and a couple of bourbons. He's ready to go. <laughs> well, he's up at four in the morning having coffee and cigarettes. So I, I don't know how he does it every day. He's retired and he's up at 
5 o'clock every morning. It's crazy. What's the over and under this year on how many times Bang Bang gets set? It's way down this year. It's way down because Miguel's not there. Yeah. yeah. But And the music selection in that whatever group Miguel would have been in is going to be down as well. No uh, Morgan Wallen and uh, Florida Georgia Florida Line. Up, Georgia down, line. up, down, up, down. Uh, Cruz. That, that one as well. Cruz has played a lot. Um, of course, you get Slugger. We'll have 70s, 70s rock. Yeah, in his that's Buck cart. doing a little Elvis. Maybe throw those suspicious minds on there for him. Buck from Iroquois Park be doing a little Elvis. Yeah, I'll throw some Timberlake on mine, of course, as always. But uh, look, it's a fun weekend. But at the end of the 90 holes, I will look at the guy on the 18th tee on Sunday and say, I'm so happy this is my last hole. I can't wait to get home. I can't wait to get there every year. I'm leaving at, at 11 a.m. tomorrow. And he doesn't tee off till Friday morning. Correct. But – I also can't wait to get home at the end of that weekend because, man, 90. it's an endurance test. How many beers? Goes. How many beers? How many drinks? How, how much sun? How many swings? Think about it, John. It's how many times you go swing a club each round? John does not. Depends re- uh, <laughs> how early we lose in the match. If we only play twelve holes and lose seven and six, then uh, you know I'm good. I'll be at the pool early. Let me tell you, I play golf with John some. We play some on Thursdays, and we'll go to the driving range, which they don't have down there. And John will not hit because he says, I've only got so many swings in this That's body. right. If I got 100 swings, look, that usually gets me to about the 16th hole. And then I'm done. <laughs> um, weather doesn't look good, Tony. Uh, it's just, I know just you, Friday. So okay. It's changed. All right. First of all, you told me this, la- uh, I don't know, whatever, last Thursday. Oh, it's going to change. I've looked at it every day. It hasn't changed a lick. Look at, look at Saturday. Look I at am. Saturday in Lebanon, Kentucky. 60% chance of rain, 84 I'll take the 84 for a high. Now, Friday, 93 and 50% chance of thunderstorms. Um, Look, nothing would be better for me in my game than one of these first two rounds getting uh, rained out. More time in the room, more time gambling, more time playing cards or rolling dice or doing whatever we do to to, liars poker. We'll gamble on anything. So... For me, give me some rain. I love it. By the way, uh, Iroquois Park Buck just said Timberwood Ralph would be fine smoking them long, them lung darts. <laughs> I got to take a little time to laugh at myself. Um, yeah, Tony, don't forget to pack your umbrella. That's all I can tell you. I need you to play well, okay? I, di- I didn't want to say this in a public forum. Two out of the last three champions, you, I need you to win this tournament for our team. I will. I will. Don't worry about that, John. And uh, oh, I'm worried. Believe me, I didn't sleep last night. I'm so worried because I've seen you on occasion uh, get out there and and not be ready to play golf because uh, the bourbon or the vodka or the rum has taken over. By the way, my drink of choice, and you can laugh if you want to, but until you try it, there's no reason to laugh. Cran grape, ocean spray, cran grape, and and rum. Sounds crazy. I get it. That's my drink of choice. You got John, a problem with that? John, 8 o'clock, Friday morning, 37% chance of rain. I'm looking at the hourly. That means there's 63% chance it's not going to rain. I was driving to Covered Bridge the other day, and a storm was coming at me. Never thought I'd play. Never rained that day. So those percentages aren't for the whole day. What do you – what kind of app tells you 37% chance of rain? That's what I You ever look at the hourly forecast? 37? 37. Uh, what time are you leaving for the golf trip? Uh, 11.14. Well, that's big out of the fish. 
Uh, Rallo text says, nothing like a radio show that only 20 people are interested in. That's what John said. I, I looked at him like he was nuts, and he said, I don't care. It's about me today. It is about me. And uh, Rallo also says, unbuckle on rookie Rallo. Now, that's the confidence I want to see. We can't unbuckle. It's only, um, you know, $20 bet, but $20 will be the unbuckle. Uh, Damien from Atlanta says, Silverback will be charging with his team. He didn't say golf, though. No, he didn't. Um, if you're listening, Silverback, uh, I should have called him that instead of Damien from Atlanta. Uh, what's the swimwear of choice this year? We'd like to be warned ahead of time. Yeah, please, because there are other children in the pool when we go there. All right, a little baseball before we get out of here. we got a couple of minutes left. Tony Max Scherzer made his comeback last night with the Mets. They lost one nothing to the Reds. Reds got to run the bottom of the ninth. But he had 11 strikeouts in six innings. Jacob deGrom is going to be coming back as well within the next couple of weeks. Are the Mets the team to beat now in the National League, or is it still the Dodgers? I, I think the Mets are right there. One B if they're healthy. One B if they're healthy. And I told you beginning of the year, I still picked them to win it in that you know division. I didn't pick them to win it all, but they proved that they can play. Um, talk about one other New York team and how, how strong the Yankees are right now. Got beat by the Pittsburgh Pirates last. Yeah, night. I was watching that game. Your they, team, Air Buck from Airquois. They look they look disinterested last night. Judge hit into a double play when they had a chance to score some runs. Uh, my my favorite player is Daniel Vogelback of the Pirates because he's he's built like me. Except where my belly is, that's his chest. But he runs the bases like me. He hit a bomb last night. Pirates swept the Dodgers in L.A., and now they beat the Yankees last night in the first game. They can't beat anybody else, but there you go. Who has the second-best record in Major League Baseball? Oh. Of course, the Yankees are one. Houston Astros. You got it. Yeah, I, I said this yesterday. I think Houston is going to be the team out of the American League. And that Houston-Yankees-AL Championship Series, might be one of the best ones ever. Houston's got great pitching. They got really good hitting. They've been there. They know how to win. And the Yankees, if you can keep them in the yard, you can beat them. And I think Houston matches up very well with the Yankees here. I wouldn't be surprised if they're in the World Series again, rattling garbage cans or not. Worst record in baseball? Oakland A's. Got it. Uh, watched them last night. They beat uh, they beat Toronto for the second their second straight win. All right, I'm off. That's tonight, 705-635 pregame. I will see you back here on Monday. I won't be it won't be bright. I might not be feeling well, but I'll be here. And we'll catch up on sports this time. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.